good day to all the IFL people out there listening. This is the first official podcast solo version here from the league commissioner of the Interactive Football League, the IFL. Very excited uh, to uh, be able to bring some new stuff to the league this year. One of the biggest things that has uh, that we've talked about, that we've shown, and I think most of you guys have already up on as far as seeing some of the pictures and Dave showing during some of the lives, is the IFL app that uh, Dave has been writing code for for the last year. The app is going to be one of those things that is really going to change uh, the way that our league functions in that all the information that you're needing is going to be in the palm of your hand. Uh, you know, team rosters, schedules, upcoming news, uh, new news, you know, the whole thing. Uh, as of right now, the owners have access to it. There will be a player version uh, very soon, and there will also be a fan version. And the reason why we believe that's necessary is because, obviously, the players, they're going to be able to go in there make their own highlight video. They're going to be able to uh, write their own bio. Uh, do a lot of neat things with the app and of course keep up with everything 24-7 as it happens. You'll also be treated to many podcasts, not just ones here with me doing solo, but a couple of individuals are going to do some podcasts with me. Obviously myself and Dave, uh, some sponsors, some surprises of some guys at the professional level keying in. Um, You won't have to listen to me solo just talking about you know, veganism as I uh, embrace fully this year after years of going back and forth. But this year, there's a lot of exciting things that are going to happen that are a little bit different. You know, we kick off this year with a uh, IFL classic, the Alabama Rams and the Fairhope Storm are going to kick things off and it's going to be live just like it was at Finley Stadium the last two years. You know, they'll have replay and commentary, interviews and all that good stuff. And the reason we're doing that is because I think for number one is I think it's awesome when we get to do stuff live and with, uh, you know, commentators and, and the whole thing and the bells and whistles. And in the future, we're going to have many more games the same way. And I think it's a great way to kick off this year. And a lot of t- and after it was announced, uh, the biggest question for a lot of people privately was, well, how come them? You know, how come it's not a doubleheader? Well, for one thing, uh, I wanted to have one game and for us to be there and, and a true kickoff, you know, where myself and Dave will be interviewed, talk about the league and everything, kind of get some attention. And here, here was the reason why I picked these teams. I mean, there was a lot of different ways I could have went. Number one, you take the Rams. And since last year, I don't know anybody that's worked harder than Roderick McKenzie as far as taking the brand to another level. I mean, the guy's just been nonstop. And I was so proud of, you know, taking a struggling team last year, adding so many players to it. And he has just, you know, added things. He's been on uh, talk shows there locally. He does his own live show. Uh, that he shows and and he's put so much imagination into it and he's just taken that uh, that product to another level and with the Fairhope Storm that's a little that's something a little bit close to home but number one uh, coach Riley was uh, who uh, you know him and his wife own and he co- he's the head coach of the Fairhope Storm coach Riley was was on the uh, staff at UT Chattanooga back in 19 it would have been 86 uh, my freshman year there, he was on the staff as a, as an offensive coach, 
And that group of men completely changed my life as far as football went. I mean, they really, uh, you know, put me at a different, I mean, where I came from was a small private school. I mean, I was an, I was an all-star. I was very happy to have been named an all-star uh, in Chattanooga, but I didn't know football until I got around these guys. And I, ju- I was just mesmerized by where they had come from and what they, uh, uh, what they brought to the table as far as teaching me uh, what, uh, you know, what football really was all about. It was a whole different level than what I was ever used to. And to this day, there, you know, there would not have been a, uh, a Tennessee Crush, you know, semi-pro team, uh, the things I did that led to the league, if not for that staff, because that was just, those were the guys that were what I really felt like, uh, um, you know, taught me football. But another thing as well was the fact that, they were the first team, Fairhope was the first team to join the league for 2020. So uh, to me, it was a no-brainer. I, I can't wait uh, to be there for the opener. I know Roderick's going to make it you know, a lot of fun, obviously, and he's going to have everything ready, and I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I thought, it, I thought it was a great way to kick off the year. We may have one, another one uh, during the season. It just depends. I know the guys that do this are terrific, and it depends on what their travel is, you know, how the schedule looks. And here, as we've worked on it since, I guess, August, that we're nailing down the schedules, making sure everybody's ready. We've been uh, started some Scott meetings uh, last night, which I think those are terrific. I'm a lot busier at work, so it's really hard to get, you know, groups down and meet with them. A lot of people brought that up of saying, you know, they want like for everybody to meet face to face. Well, it, that's that's kind of tough. We're spread out. You know, our regions are spread out all over the place. So it's kind of tough to go meet and be around everybody. And this this day and age, you know, without technology, I couldn't have <clears throat> I couldn't have done a league of this magnitude, you know, with uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, you know, obviously Georgia, Tennessee. Last year we had, you know, the Virginia teams. Uh, they did not come back this year. You know, it's it's there, there's we we lost some good teams. We had some great teams come aboard. We have uh, more great teams waiting for 2021. And so far, I'm pleased. I think with the progress that we've made, but obviously, uh, we're not where we need to be yet. The app is going to be uh, is going to be so good and so such a game changer for us simply because everybody's not going to have to wonder about what's going on. You know, scores will be updated. Dave is also included. The thing he did right off the bat was the stat master. So live stats can be kept, you know, at the game if you have the connection. But <clears throat> as long as you record the game or somebody keeps the stats in the book, it's fine. You can always plug the stats in after the game. That's never a problem. But the stat master is going to be there so the players will be able to keep up with their stats. That's going to go a long way in determining the all-star team. And this year after, you know, after a not great first-year all-star game, we didn't have one last year. We, we hit a couple of bumps last year as far as trying to put that together. We have a plan this year. Fans are, The fans are going to be able to vote on the all-stars. Obviously, stats, uh, owners, recommendations, all those things are going to play into it. But when we have the game that Davis put it together to where the, the fans that, uh, that, that purchase the app and, and are able to use it are going to be able to call the plays for the game. So, you know, the interactive, the, the technology's there. Some other people have used similar technology. But Dave was on top of this, you know, 18 years ago. Uh, he's been writing code his whole year, and he has been it's such a blessing to come here and team up with, uh, with the IFL and to try to take us to another level. So... 
I'm very excited about that. And, and, and this first podcast is really just an opening statement uh, to thank everybody for being a part of the league because I've said all along the first two years, I mean, we're as good as the teams that have come in. And we have a terrific uh, set of owners. We have terrific teams. And I think the competition is going to be amazing this year. Uh, first two years, two great champions we had the Garden City Seahawks, and then last year we had the Metro Horsemen. Uh, both are top teams again this year. We had uh, last this this past year's runner-up, the Sumter Sharks, are looking even better than ever. And first year uh, James Barrett team, James Barrett's team in uh, North Carolina, the Cardinals were uh, runners up two years ago. And right now, I mean, those final four right there are just as good as as anybody that we have in the league, but we have a lot of competition. The Dalton Danger are back. The Chattanooga Eagles, obviously, are in the mix. You can go with the Clarksville, the Atlanta Tigers. I mean, you can just go on and on. We've got the Florida Falcons that have come in, which is, which is a big step. The Carolina Venom are going to be a contender. So th- there's just so much going on that uh, this year that uh, I believe the league's going to be even better than ever. So I'm, I'm very excited about it, and I, I can't wait to, to, to put everything in order and get started. And, again, it's going to be – it's going to be a lot of work this year, too, because with the app, Dave has been helping people, um, you know, the owners get their players registered in. And we've even learned we're going to do a little bit different next year. We'll probably let the players register again. Uh, we'll we'll take care of putting them on the app. That's that's probably where we're going to go next year. But again, each year we've, we've tweaked things and changed them a little bit just to try to make them better for the next year. So. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, those are the kind of things that are going to make such a huge difference. Uh, the, the rules were uh, uh, Coach Fred Riley, he, he stepped in and, and tweaked the rules uh, for me because obviously he's much better something like that. And there's, there's nobody I would, I would rather take advice from than him. And he's a no-nonsense guy. He always was even when he was younger. Uh, those guys got my attention immediately when I was at UT Chattanooga, and uh, I mean, I just I can't say enough about that group of men. They just it just changed my life as far as football went. But the app is going to be great. I think the players are going to be excited to be able to keep up with everything, and, and that's a huge deal. Uh, at this point, uh, the uh, bylaws that's one of the last things that uh, we're working on, and we're just trying to cover all bases. And and you know. Just being in year three, everything's still a work in progress. We've changed things every year that we've learned work better. And, uh, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to continue to improve. Obviously, that's always the goal. The championship game again this year is going to be at Finley Stadium June 20th. And Finley's been a great facility. It's worked for three years. We're proud to be able to play there. And uh, I'd like to, to do year four there as well. I think distance-wise, I think it's worked well for everybody. This year we'll have the first IFL Summer League officially. And uh, we got to put the details on that too. But uh, we've got to get uh, spring 2020 lined up and ready to go before we do any of that. Um, the, uh, the, some of the, you know, we've got some brand new teams. We've got the, you know, the Smoky Mountain Ravens are a, uh, a brand, a brand new team this year. We've got the, uh, Appalachian Outlaws, they're kind of a reboot team, but they're basically a, a brand new team. We've got the uh, South Georgia Panthers coming in as, as a new team, the Alabama Wolfpack. And it's, it's amazing that even the new teams we've got thinking, that uh, they could compete in their divisions. And this year's the same. We're giving out division trophies this year. One of the differences is the region region champions uh, get a payout. And obviously the uh, 
uh, champion and runner-up will get the, our biggest payout to date, and we want to keep taking that number up every year to have t uh, teams to have stuff to play for. So there's just there's a lot more that we're wanting to do this season, and we do the podcast. Uh, they're going to be wide open. You know, we're we're hoping to get uh, Darius McDonald, who was uh, has pl played for me with the Tennessee Crush. He was uh, he was league MVP back in 2010 when we won our, our first championship, and he also played on my 2013 team that was undefeated, won the semi-pro national championship. And C.J. Dial, who's a board member who played for me as well, he played indoor ball. C.J. is a sports fanatic. He is going to come and do some podcasts as well, and we're gonna we can we can talk sports all day, and we're gonna have some other people that can come in and can talk sports all day, and we're gonna you know touch on some subjects that you know might be a little bit controversial, which I don't have any problem with at this point in my life because I like to kind of speak my mind and uh, you know as much as we all love sports and semi-pro there's so much to discuss and, and this year one of the things that I'm uh, going to concentrate on is how we can improve uh, you know behavior discipline on the field our sports looked at a particular way and I think that the IFL I think the first two years that we've uh, we've gotten some pretty good attention I think it's been positive attention and those are the kind of things that I'm concerned the most about going forward. Uh, you know, uh, teams and, and, and a lot of our teams do get sponsors. I had some sponsors at the time. Uh, we're still looking for more league sponsors. We're looking for people with products to get behind the league. And uh, we want to make it to where, you know, uh, companies are comfortable with coming in and uh, putting their name on our product. And uh, it takes time. And this is just year three. I mean, I've been in the monument business for 34 years and I'm still working my tail off trying to figure out how to make that better, looking at numbers all the time and wondering what I can do to improve. And with football, with it just being three years, I feel like we're in our infancy. At the same time, we've come a long way in three years, and uh, we just want to continue to get better. We don't compare ourselves at this point. It's just about what the IFL is trying to do itself and how well we can serve the players uh, and the uh, owners and uh, make this a, a great experience for people. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the number one goal. And all of us, you know, work hard during the week and, and are busy and families and everything like that. And uh, we have to make sure that come Saturday that we make it as enjoyable and worth it as possible. Because I used to tell my, my Tennessee Crush teams if, if, you know, we didn't even practice uh, during the season because I always told them, you know, to work hard and, and be with their significant other and play with their kids and, and, and do the things they need to do and then come have fun on Saturday. My biggest rule, my only rule was to have fun. And I told them if that wasn't the most fun that you've had all, all week, then you need to find another hobby because that's, that's not going to work for you. And so many guys are passionate about the sport of football. So many of us are. And it's just great to be able to go out there and, you know, guys get to coach and players get to play. And one of the things the app is going to do is going to highlight you guys. And when you're fans, you know, I, I, I've gone to games still and in, at any level and people are constantly looking at their phone. Well, they can pull up the app. They can pull up your bio. They can pull up your highlight film. They can pull up your statistics. They'll be able to do all that stuff and, you know, really get behind it. And even for some of your fans that don't, that are not always able to make the games, they can keep up with what you're doing and we can, you know, help the teams really build stronger fan bases and, those are the kind of things that uh, we want to bring to the table this year because, you know, a lot of leagues, and I'm going to say in semi-pro, you know, they bring a lot of promises and they talk big talk about, 
they're the best and they do this and they're next level and they're developing players and all. Well, I don't think any of us are really there yet because it has to get to the point to where you can put the kind of money into something uh, and, and make it uh, to where you can attract other people that are going to help. You know, the, 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 the guys in positions that can actually get your players legitimately looked at. I had Clint, Clint Spencer here who has been a professional trainer in the CFL. He's trained NFL guys, major league guys, major league soccer guys. He's one of the best trainers known. When he was here visiting and went live last year, he had a call from the Tennessee Titans and the Raiders to interview about being their strength and conditioning coach. And he's the type of guy that wants to let players know that if you're serious about it, your training nutritional programs need to be top notch because, you know, for the NFL and the uh, indoor leagues and CF, CFL, they have uh, the uh, farm system called college football where guys are coming out every year. So if you want to stay in the mix and try to get to the next level, you're going to have to know all that it's going to take. You're going to have to do the things that it's going to take to put yourself in a position to play at the next level. You're never going to hear this league say, come over here and we're going to help you get to the next level. We may help get you highlighted, but a player himself is what gets himself to the next level as far as how does he take care of himself? Does he put him in the, himself in the right frame of mind? You know, what does he bring to the table uh, you know, for a next level team, whether it be the CFL or indoor or whatnot. But those are things that we're getting to, and it takes time to build those things. And and uh, we want to make sure that uh, that teams in the future and players want to play in our league because of the advantages of it that we're going to be able to bring to the table. And like I said, it's the goal to try to make our league the best one that there is. It's not, you can't go out there and shout slogans and print stuff and blow it up. We're semi-pro right now. And I'm proud to be a uh, commissioner of a semi-pro league. Uh, the goal is just to make semi-pro a better sport and give uh you know, players and, and owners and coaches the opportunity to be a, be a part of something special. And that only worked with everybody on the same page. So we're going to continue uh, to, uh, you know, bring new things to the table. And Dave never stops. The guy writes code all the time. And he's always working hard to try to go to that next, you know, just, just to that next level of things he can bring and put at the uh, player's touch, you know, touch of a button to be able to go and get all the information they need. So, but, but that being said, again, we're going to be, you're going to be, you know, updated constantly with the news and things that we have going on. And at the same time, we're going to have a lot of uh, podcasts for you guys to listen to uh, because, you know, just different views, uh, different experiences in semi-pro and uh, week to week, obviously, we'll talk about different teams. I'll have probably a discussion about obviously every division, some some specific teams (coughs) leading into the playoffs all year long and just to try to keep everybody on the same page and you know because in the course of a semi-pro you get into the midst of the season some teams are winning some teams are losing but the biggest thing this year is to keep everybody on the same page about being excited about uh, their experience uh, in the 2020 IFL season so uh, I'm going to sign off here for this just initial introduction to the podcast and uh, you guys as you get the app You'll uh, be updated, like I said, constantly, and we hope to bring, you know, a lot of neat stuff to the table this year. So uh, have a great day and uh, hope, hope that you look forward to more of these coming.
good day to all the IFL people out there listening. This is the first official podcast solo version here from the league commissioner of the Interactive Football League, the IFL. Very excited uh, to uh, be able to bring some new stuff to the league this year. One of the biggest things that has uh, that we've talked about, that we've shown, and I think most of you guys have already up on as far as seeing some of the pictures and Dave showing during some of the lives, is the IFL app that uh, Dave has been writing code for for the last year. The app is going to be one of those things that is really going to change uh, the way that our league functions and that all the information that you're needing is going to be in the palm of your hand. Uh, you know, team rosters, schedules, upcoming news, uh, new news, you know, the whole thing. Uh, as of right now, the owners have access to it. There will be a player version uh, very soon, and there will also be a fan version. And the reason why we believe that's necessary is because, obviously, the players, they're going to be able to go in there and make their own highlight video. They're going to be able to uh, write their own bio. Uh, do a lot of neat things with the app and of course keep up with everything 24-7 as it happens. You'll also be treated to many podcasts, not just ones here with me doing solo, but a couple of individuals are going to do some podcasts with me. Obviously myself and Dave, uh, some sponsors, some surprises of some guys at the professional level keying in. Uh, You won't have to listen to me solo just talking about you know, veganism as I uh, embrace fully this year after years of going back and forth. But this year, there's a lot of exciting things that are going to happen that are a little bit different. You know, we kick off this year with a uh, IFL Classic. The Alabama Rams and the Fairhope Storm are going to kick things off, and it's going to be live just like it was at Finley Stadium the last two years. You know, they'll have replay and commentary, interviews, and all that good stuff. And the reason we're doing that is because I think for number one is I think it's awesome when we get to do stuff live and with, uh, you know, commentators and, and the whole thing and the bells and whistles. And in the future, we're going to have many more games the same way. And I think it's a great way to kick off this year. And a lot of t- and after it was announced, uh, the biggest question for a lot of people privately was, well, how come them? You know, how come it's not a doubleheader? Well, for one thing, uh, I wanted to have one game and for us to be there and, and a true kickoff, you know, where myself and Dave will be interviewed, talk about the league and everything, kind of get some attention. And here, here was the reason why I picked these teams. I mean, there was a lot of different ways I could have went. Number one, you take the Rams. And since last year, I don't know anybody that's worked harder than Roderick McKenzie as far as taking the brand to another level. I mean, the guy's just been nonstop. And I was so proud of, you know, taking a struggling team last year, adding so many players to it. And he has just, you know, added things. He's been on uh, talk shows there locally. He does his own live show. Uh, that he shows and and he's put so much imagination into it and he's just taking that uh, that product to another level and with the Fairhope Storm that's a little that's something a little bit close to home but number one uh, coach Riley was uh, who uh, you know him and his wife own and he co- he's the head coach of the Fairhope Storm coach Riley was was on the uh, staff at UT Chattanooga back in 19 it would have been 86 uh, my freshman year there, he was on the staff as a, as an offensive coach, and that group of men completely changed my life as far as football went. I mean, they really uh, 
you know, put me at a different, I mean, where I came from was a small private school. I mean, I was an, I was an all-star. I was very happy to have been named an all-star uh, in Chattanooga, but I didn't know football until I got around these guys. And I, ju- I was just mesmerized by where they had come from and what they, uh, uh, what they brought to the table as far as teaching me uh, what, uh, you know, what football really was all about. It was a whole different level than what I was ever used to. And to this day, there, you know, there would not have been a, uh, a Tennessee Crush, you know, semi-pro team, uh, the things I did that led to the league, if not for that staff, because that was just, those were the guys that were what I really felt like, uh, um, you know, taught me football. But another thing as well was the fact that they were the first team. Fairhope was the first team to join the league for 2020. So, uh, to me, it was a no-brainer. I, I can't wait uh, to be there for the opener. I know Roderick's going to make it, you know, a lot of fun, obviously, and he's going to have everything ready. And I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, so, I'm very excited about that. I thought it, I thought it was a great way to kick off the year. We may have one another one uh, during the season it just depends I know the guys that do this are terrific and it depends on what their travel is you know how the schedule looks and here as we've worked on it since I guess August that we're nailing down the schedules making sure everybody's ready we've been uh, started some Scott meetings uh, last night which I think those are terrific I'm a lot busier at work so it's really hard to get you know groups down and meet with them a lot of people brought that up of saying you know they want like for everybody to meet face to face well it, that's that's kind of tough we're spread out you know our regions are spread out all over the place so it's kind of tough to go meet and be around everybody and this this day and age you know without technology I couldn't have <clears throat> I couldn't have done a league of this magnitude you know with uh, North Carolina South Carolina Alabama you know, obviously Georgia, Tennessee. Last year we had, you know, the Virginia teams. Uh, they did not come back this year. You know, it's it's there, there's we we lost some good teams. We had some great teams come aboard. We have uh, more great teams waiting for 2021. And so far, I'm pleased. I think with the progress that we've made. But obviously, uh, we're not where we need to be yet. The app is going to be uh, is going to be so good and so such a game changer for us simply because everybody's not going to have to wonder about what's going on. You know, scores will be updated. Dave is also included. The thing he did right off the bat was the stat master. So live stats can be kept, you know, at the game if you have the connection. But <clears throat> as long as you record the game or somebody keeps the stats in the book, it's fine. You can always plug the stats in after the game. That's never a problem. But the stat master is going to be there so the players will be able to keep up with their stats. That's going to go a long way in determining the all-star team. And this year after, you know, after a not great first-year all-star game, we didn't have one last year. We, we hit a couple of bumps last year as far as trying to put that together. We have a plan this year. Fans are, The fans are going to be able to vote on the all-stars. Obviously, stats, uh, owners, recommendations, all those things are going to play into it. But when we have the game that Davis put it together to where the, the fans that, uh, that, that purchase the app and, and are able to use it are going to be able to call the plays for the game. So, you know, the interactive, the, the technology's there. Some other people have used similar technology. But Dave was on top of this, you know, 18 years ago. Uh, he's been writing code his whole year, and he has been such a blessing to come here and team up with, uh, with the IFL and to try to take us to another level. So... 
very excited about that. And, and, and this first podcast is really just an opening statement uh, to thank everybody for being a part of the league because I've said all along the first two years, I mean, we're as good as the teams that have come in. And we have a terrific uh, set of owners. We have terrific teams. And I think the competition is going to be amazing this year. Uh, first two years, two great champions had the Garden City Seahawks, and then last year we had the Metro Horsemen. Uh, both are top teams again this year. We had uh, last this this past year's runner-up, the Sumter Sharks, are looking even better than ever. And first year uh, James Barrett team, James Barrett's team in uh, North Carolina, the Cardinals were uh, runners up two years ago. And right now, I mean, those final four right there are just as good as, as anybody that we have in the league, but we have a lot of competition. The Dalton Danger are back. The Chattanooga Eagles, obviously, are in the mix. You can go with the Clarksville, the Atlanta Tigers. I mean, you can just go on and on. We've got the Florida Falcons that have come in, which is, which is a big step. The Carolina Venom are going to be a contender. So th- there's just so much going on that uh, this year that uh, I believe the league's going to be even better than ever. So I'm, I'm very excited about it, and I, I can't wait to, to, to put everything in order and get started. And, again, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of work this year, too, because with the app, Dave has been helping people, um, you know, the owners get their players registered in, and we've even learned we're going to do a little bit different next year. We'll probably let the players register again. Uh, we'll we'll take care of putting them on the app. That's that's probably where we're going to go next year. But again, each year we've we've tweaked things and changed them a little bit just to try to make them better for the next year. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean those are the kind of things that are going to make such a huge difference. Uh, the the rules were uh, uh, Coach Fred Riley he he stepped in and and tweaked the rules uh, for me because obviously he's much better something like that. And there's there's nobody I would I would rather take advice from than him and he's a no-nonsense guy he always was even when he was younger uh those guys got my attention immediately when i was at ut chattanooga and uh i mean i just i can't say enough about that group of men they just it just changed my life as far as football went but the app is going to be great i think the players are going to be excited to be able to keep up with everything and, and that's a huge deal uh at this point uh the uh bylaws that's one of the last things that uh, we're working on and we're just trying to cover all bases and and you know just being in year three everything's still a work in progress we've changed things every year that we've learned work better and uh, you know we're going to get there we're going to continue to improve obviously that's always the goal championship game again this year is going to be at Finley Stadium June 20th and Finley's been a great facility it's worked for three years we're proud to be able to play there and uh, I'd like to to do year four there as well I think distance wise I think it's worked well for everybody this year we'll have the first IFL Summer League officially and uh, we got to put the details on that too but uh, we've got to get uh, spring 2020 lined up and ready to go before we do any of that um, the uh, the some of the you know we got some brand new teams we got the you know the Smoky Mountain Ravens are a uh, a brand a brand new team this year we've got the uh, Appalachian Outlaws are kind of a reboot team but they're basically a a brand new team we've got the South Georgia Panthers coming in as, as a new team the Alabama Wolfpack and it's it's amazing that even the new teams we've got thinking that uh, they could compete in their divisions. And this year's the same. We're giving out division trophies this year. One of the differences is the region region champions uh, get a payout. And obviously the uh, 
uh, champion and runner-up will get uh, our biggest payout to date, and we want to keep taking that number up every year to have t uh, teams to have stuff to play for. So there's just there's a lot more that we're wanting to do this season. And we do the podcast. Uh, they're going to be wide open. You know, we're, we're hoping to get uh, Darius McDonald, who was, uh, has pl played for me with the Tennessee Crush. He was, uh, he was league MVP back in 2010 when we won our, our first championship. And he also played on my 2013 team that was undefeated and won the semi-pro national championship. And C.J. Dial, who's a board member who played for me as well. He played indoor ball. C.J. is a sports fanatic. He is going to come and do some podcasts as well. And we're going to we can we can talk sports all day. And we're going to have some other people that can come in and can talk sports all day. And we're going to you know touch on some subjects that you know might be a little bit controversial, which I don't have any problem with at this point in my life because I like to kind of speak my mind. And, uh, you know, as much as we all love sports and semi-pro, there's so much to discuss. And, and this year, one of the things that I'm uh, going to concentrate on is how we can improve, uh, you know, behavior, discipline on the field. Our sports looked at a particular way. And I think that the IFL, I think the first two years that we've, uh, we've gotten some pretty good attention, I think it's been positive attention. And those are the kind of things that I'm concerned the most about going forward. Uh, you know, uh, teams and, and, and a lot of our teams do get sponsors. I had some sponsors at the time. Uh, we're still looking for more league sponsors. We're looking for people with products to get behind the league. And uh, we want to make it to where, you know, uh, companies are comfortable with coming in and uh, putting their name on our product. And uh, it takes time. And this is just year three. I mean, I've been in the monument business for 34 years and I'm still working my tail off trying to figure out how to make that better, looking at numbers all the time and wondering what I can do to improve. And with football, with it just being three years, I feel like we're in our infancy. At the same time, we've come a long way in three years, and uh, we just want to continue to get better. We don't compare ourselves at this point. It's just about what the IFL is trying to do itself and how well we can serve the players uh, and the uh, owners and uh, make this a, a great experience for people. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the number one goal. And all of us, you know, work hard during the week and, and are busy and families and everything like that. And uh, we have to make sure that come Saturday that we make it as enjoyable and worth it as possible. Because I used to tell my, my Tennessee Crush teams if, if, you know, we didn't even practice uh, during the season because I always told them, you know, to work hard and, and be with their significant other and play with their kids and, and, and do the things they need to do and then come have fun on Saturday. My biggest rule, my only rule was to have fun. And I told them if that wasn't the most fun that you've had all, all week, then you need to find another hobby because that's, that's not gonna work for you. And so many guys are passionate about the sport of football. So many of us are. And it's just great to be able to go out there and, you know, guys get to coach and players get to play. And one of the things the app is going to do is going to highlight you guys. And when you're fans, you know, I, I've gone to games still and in, at any level and people are constantly looking at their phone. Well, they can pull up the app. They can pull up your bio. They can pull up your highlight film. They can pull up your statistics. They'll be able to do all that stuff and, you know, really get behind it. And even for some of your fans that don't, that are not always able to make the games, they can keep up with what you're doing and we can, you know, help the teams really build stronger fan bases. And those are the kind of things that uh, we want to bring to the table this year, because, you know, a lot of leagues, and I'm going to say in semi-pro, you know, they bring a lot of promises and they talk big talk about 
they're the best and they do this and they're next level and they're developing players and all. Well, I don't think any of us are really there yet because it has to get to the point to where you can put the kind of money into something uh, and, and make it uh, to where you can attract other people that are going to help. You know, the, 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 the guys in positions that can actually get your players legitimately looked at. I had Clint, Clint Spencer here who has been a professional trainer in the CFL. He's trained NFL guys, major league guys, major league soccer guys. He's one of the best trainers known. When he was here visiting and went live last year, he had a call from the Tennessee Titans and the Raiders to interview about being their strength and conditioning coach. And he's the type of guy that wants to let players know that if you're serious about it, your training nutritional programs need to be top notch because, you know, for the NFL and the uh, indoor leagues and CF, CFL, they have uh, the uh, farm system called college football where guys are coming out every year. So if you want to stay in the mix and try to get to the next level, you're going to have to know all that it's going to take. You're going to have to do the things that it's going to take to put yourself in a position to play at the next level. You're never going to hear this league say, come over here and we're going to help you get to the next level. We may help get you highlighted, but a player himself is what gets himself to the next level as far as how does he take care of himself? Does he put him in the himself in the right frame of mind? You know, what does he bring to the table? Uh, you know, for a next level team, whether it be the CFL or indoor or whatnot. But those are things that we're getting to, and it takes time to build those things. And and uh, we want to make sure that uh, that teams in the future and players want to play in our league because of the advantages of it that we're going to be able to bring to the table. And like I said, it's the goal to try to make our league the best one that there is. It's not, you can't go out there and shout slogans and print stuff and blow it up. We're semi-pro right now. And I'm proud to be a uh, commissioner of a semi-pro league. Uh, The goal is just to make semi-pro a better sport and give you know, players and, and owners and coaches the opportunity to be a, be a part of something special. And that only works with everybody on the same page. So we're going to continue uh, to, uh, you know, bring new things to the table. And Dave never stops. The guy writes code all the time. And he's always working hard to try to go to that next, you know, just, just to that next level of things he can bring and put at the uh, player's touch, you know, touch of a button to be able to go and get all the information they need. So, but, but that being said, again, we're going to be, you're going to be, you know, updated constantly with the news and things that we have going on. And at the same time, we're going to have a lot of uh, podcasts for you guys to listen to uh, because, you know, just different views, uh, different experiences in semi-pro. And uh, week to week, obviously, we'll talk about different teams. I'll have probably discussion about, obviously, every division, some some specific teams <coughs> leading into the playoffs all year long and just to try to keep everybody on the same page and you know because in the course of a semi-pro you get into the midst of the season some teams are winning some teams are losing but the biggest thing this year is to keep everybody on the same page about being excited about uh, their experience uh, in the 2020 IFL season so uh, I'm going to sign off here for this just initial introduction to the podcast and uh, you guys as you get the app You'll uh, be updated, like I said, constantly, and we hope to bring, you know, a lot of neat stuff to the table this year. So uh, have a great day, and I hope that you look forward to more of these coming.